Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Adam Holes is the director at Plugged In with Focus on the Family. I've been plugged in for lots of years. I, I even go back all the way to the newsletter, Adam. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. That is <laughs> long ways back. We're talking early 1990s. Yeah. That even predates my first my first tenure. I was here in 96 and 97, and then been back since 2004 so that's a long ways back yeah and i i remember when you guys brought the app online and yep. i mean there's just been a lot of evolution and i gotta say here right up front we're going to talk about awards it's award season i don't really follow the i don't watch the oscars the golden globes or any of those programs but the plugged in awards i'm always interested in because you're trying to serve my family well and that's what i love about you guys but I am stunned by how much content your little team puts out. I mean, you are to be commended. I don't know how you do it. Well, we work awfully hard, and I have a terrific team, and we have systems in place. I mean, you just sort of get used to the rhythm. So we have usually between, oh, 12 to 15 written reviews between movies, TV, music, games, books, YouTube, channel reviews and our blog uh, and then we you know we've got a, a radio feature that goes out around the country too and then we're doing a podcast now too so wow uh we we definitely keep busy boredom <laughs> is not one of my problems no i'm guessing it is not and also uh at least you have a pretty decent facility to walk around there to uh to get some of those things accomplished and yes being in Colorado, you know, even if you do, you know, do have to work from home, you probably got a nice view out your window anyway. I do, although not in the basement where I get. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right. Mostly, I can hear when the dog's trying to tunnel out, and I go up and rescue. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it is award season. Uh, for those that you know, maybe they're not real familiar with Plugged In. Uh, yeah. Why don't you first, let's start with just a little primer here and then talk about award seasons and how Plugged In fits into that. Yeah, you know, Plugged In exists to give parents the information and the tools that they need to make good decisions regarding entertainment, media, and technology for their family. And unlike a lot of mainstream movie or music or TV reviews, our primary goal is not pronouncing an aesthetic judgment of whether it's good or bad artistically. We are more interested in doing our, the best we can to objectively capture all of the content that you can expect to find in something. So our movie reviews are segmented into a bunch of different categories. You know, we've got positive content, spiritual content, sex, drugs, violence, profanity, uh, other negative content, and then just sort of a summary of when we put all those elements together here's some thoughts for you to take away as a parent on whether you might want to engage or not engage with this. And our other reviews are not segmented quite so granularly, but again, we talk about positive and negative content so that you can know exactly what you're dealing with. Because even in the same family, different kids have different thresholds, different trigger issues, but we want to equip you with everything you need to know so that you don't have uh, a terrible surprise. And 
And on a bigger level, we also want to equip you to think about worldview and, and really thinking about all of the entertainment choices, almost from a discipleship perspective. Mm. You know, how does this fit into our faith, our worldview, the way that we are trying to be in the world as a family uh, following Jesus? So yeah. that is what we are all about. Tom. And I have always been a fan. I just love the work that you guys do. And I don't know how you keep up because it's it's not you're, you're I know if your staff was keeping up with how exponentially media has grown, you'd have like yeah. 50 people in there by now. No, we were talking about one of our competitors recently and uh, I went to their page. I'm not going to say which one because they're our competitor. Uh, and they have 140 people on staff. My 100, goodness. 138. You've we got to be five. kidding me. So. Oh, my. I didn't realize that. Wow. that's You guys truly are impressive. I just I love you guys so much. All right. Well, thank you. So it's award season. Uh, yeah. How did the Plugged In Awards even get started? You know, it's about 12 or 13 years ago. I would have to look at the data. 2009, 2010. We thought, there's so much junk out there, and even some of the stuff that gets nominated in the Oscars and these other awards has big problems from a plugged-in perspective. We want to give families uh, something that is redemptive. And so we started doing the plugged-in movie awards. This year we've started calling them the pluggies. Ah. And we nominate five movies in four different categories, best movies for kids, best movies for teens, for adults, and best Christian movie. Uh, and then we vote on those as a team, and we invite people to vote uh, on our blog and on our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and so we've already gone through that process for this year, uh, and you can come to our blog and find that information and find what our picks were. But in some ways, I think even more so than, than the winners, um, the films we nominate, that's the real takeaway there because – you may find something that, that you didn't know about, and we want to let people know about those movies that maybe have slid under the radar a little bit. Yeah. How do you pick those nominations? I mean, I know you have a, a kind of like a, a set of standards that yeah. you use, uh, but how do they get qualified? What How's that process work? Well, we start just with a big conversation of our whole team, and we usually uh, – we didn't have a whiteboard this year because of COVID, so we had to do it remotely – but we usually just list, you know, here are all of the movies that that we liked, and then we go back through and start looking at what the content issues were. Because sometimes you remember that you liked a movie, but you forget what was there. And, boy, that's true for us as parents, too. You go back and watch stuff <laughs> from the 80s. It's like, wow, oh, boy, yeah. I don't remember that, but right. there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, that part's a pretty subjective process in terms of whittling down what has the most redemptive messages, what has either the least content or the most navigable content, what's the takeaway that, you know, is going to be a redemptive thing if a family sits down and watches this movie? Are they going to be at a better place two hours later? Uh, Although I will say this is not a blanket endorsement to just go watch these things without thinking about them. We still want you to read the full reviews and to really engage with the thinking we've done there because it will give you more detail than just our short blog posts on each of these movies. Sure. Uh, how many nominations do you actually make? We do five in each category, in four categories, so 20 altogether. Mm. And that is, it comes from everywhere. Kind of give me a, another uh, summary of those categories. Uh, best movies for kids, 
for teens, uh, for adults, and Christian movies. And if you want, I can even just run through the titles for this year. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, and you can know that you can come and get uh, a longer thumbnail description at the blog or the full review. So in our kids' category, we nominated Black Beauty, The Crudes, A New Age, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, Onward, and Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarves, which is a Snow White sort of reimagining. Uh, in our best movies for teens, the nominees were Come Play, Enola Holmes, Mulan, Personal History of David Copperfield, and Safety. Uh, and I'm obviously I'm blasting through these, so if there's yeah. something that you know tickles your ears, by all means check it out at a deeper level. The best movies for adults um, were, or best nominees, I should say, excuse me, The Father, Greyhound. Hamilton, Minari, and News News of the World. And then Best Christian Movie nominations were a movie called Fatima, I Still Believe, Selfie Dad, Switched, and When Last We Spoke. So mm. 20 movies potentially worth uh, investing some time and some conversation in for your family. And I've had the pleasure of seeing some of those, but not all of those, uh, at least the Christian movies. And uh, it is amazing to me how there is such a broad, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's such a broad worldview from Christian yeah. movie all the way to what is considered a children's movie. I know Bob Olszewski and I, we used to discuss about, you know, animated is no longer, this has been about 10 years, animated no longer means kids movie. And no, it doesn't. You got to really watch that kind of thing. So that's true. It's just like they can they're really slipping things in even more and more. Over this pandemic year, did you see uh as a team a, a real change of focus or was it still just more of the same? You know, I think what was interesting about this last year was the studios mostly pulled all of their big budget blockbuster movies because you know it takes a couple hundred million dollars to make one of those big movies. They spend another couple hundred million dollars on marketing. And studios typically take about a 50% cut. So if they spend $100 million on a movie, they've got to make $200 million to break even. Right. So they weren't going to just put them out for free streaming. And a lot of those were still waiting for those movies to come out. And so we were left with a year of largely blockbuster-less movies that you never would have necessarily even heard of. I think a lot of the stuff we reviewed... In a normal year, it would have gone under the radar, and we might not have even known it existed. Mm. And it was a big I mean, we had some really good stuff, some problematic stuff, uh, and then just a lot of stuff that were quieter, smaller, indie kind of stories, which uh, in some ways I, I kind of enjoy what we have reviewed the last year because I on balance, if there was a common thread there, it wasn't the big over-the-top explosive blockbuster. They were smaller, more intimate stories. Well, I can't even imagine how you guys keep up with, uh, it seems like there's a new streaming service every month, yeah. <laughs> you know, that adds, they, that they're, you know, talking about how they add 20,000 titles or whatever, you know, yeah. obviously you're not going back and reviewing every single thing, but uh, as new things are coming out. So it's, it's uh, a challenge of in itself. So you can go online and uh, see who the winners were this year. We're not going to reveal it at this time. In fact, just go online and get that information. But, uh, Adam, we're looking forward to having you become more of a regular part of uh, the Absolutely. radio stations here in the River Valley in Arkansas. 
and uh, going to have some fun with that. But if parents, they're thinking, I didn't even know this was available. Give us the uh, the nuts and bolts of where parents can go right now to find out more about the entertainment choices. And we're not just talking movies here. No, we're not. You can come to PluggedIn.com and you will get information on the biggest movies that are out there as well as the biggest TV shows, music, video games, books, and YouTube channels. And if you like listening, we also have a podcast called The Plugged In Show. And each week we spend about a half an hour or so talking about a subject related to entertainment, technology, and parenting. All right, Adam, thank you so much. You have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you, Tom.